Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda, and welcome to The Pemberley Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Pemberley Podcast. So previously, we've talked about this book, Eligible, by Curtis Sittenfield. Sittenfield? Sittenfeld. Which is a modern retelling of Pride and Prejudice. And actually, on Patreon, if you would like, I actually go more in depth with my thoughts on there, but we're going to go over it today as well. Right, because I I read this a couple months ago. Yeah. And uh, we were like, look, it's getting turned into a series on ABC, but now you've read it or part of it because you were not a fan. I was not a fan. That sounded accusatory. You're not a fan. (laughs) (laughs) I made it halfway through before feeling like this is a chore and I don't want to finish reading this book. I'm not a fan of this book, which is fine. Let's talk about that. You know, different modern retellings for different people. It's very (laughs) different, I'll say, because I feel like a lot of Pride and Prejudice adaptations have to do with young people because it's about when you're kind of like a young marriageable age. Mm -hmm. Everyone's a lot older. Like Jane is 40. Yeah. Lizzie is 38. Or Liz. Liz Liz is 38. Liz Bennett is 38. And the premise of it, I'm sure we've gone over it before, but basically, like, Liz is a magazine writer in New York, and Jane also lives in New York teaching yoga? She doesn't do much. She's a part-time yoga instructor who doesn't, they all technically don't need to work because their family's well off. But, uh, and so the three younger sisters, it's still five sisters, and the Mm -hmm. three younger ones, like, live at home. They're all from Cincinnati. Yeah. And basically... Mr. Bennett has a massive heart attack. Yeah. So Liz and Jane move back home for the summer in order to help take care of him and get everything settled. And their mom is also, she's in like sort of the society club and she's got some big party that she's planning and it stresses her out. And like the prospect of leaving the society to save money is like not a thing that she would be open to. (laughs) And it's so weird. So because basically... They moved and then um, they meet Chip Bingley, who, what's he do again? He's, is he a, is he a doctor? Darcy's a doctor. Oh. I don't know I if don't, they're co-doctors or what. I don't know, but he was on a Bachelor-esque reality show. show called Eligible. Yes. And like didn't find anyone. Didn't find love. And so he's kind of a pseudo-celebrity because right. he's been on this show and he didn't find love. But of course he meets Jane and they fall in love. And Jane had never seen Eligible. No. So, so she's like, he's perfect. Like, yeah. they, they do fall very deeply in love. Like, Jane is still a very kind, sincere person. Yeah. So one of the things that I guess I was thinking trying to compare it to, like, Bridget jo- Jones's Diary, which, yeah. like, does also feature uh, an Elizabeth Bennet character type character who is a little older. But I'm like, why couldn't I get into this one? And I think it's a lot of, like, the... I didn't like the writing style, actually. The very so this is a clap back to Curtis sitting. No. <laughs> I mean, the the very there's some very short chapters yeah. that are like one or two pages long, and I felt like I wanted to see more. I really wanted to see the scene play out, and and it felt like I we were just getting snippets of everything, and like you really wanted to see more of what was going on and it's a, such a long book too and i'm like there I is a it. lot that happens so know? yeah if like if anyone listening has also read eligible uh let us know what you think because yeah. it would be interesting to hear more thoughts so wh- what did you actually think of the book i mean i don't think i disliked it as much as you did it wasn't like my favorite okay. adaptation but i thought it was like fairly good uh, did you men- see that on like the very first page they mention our hometown 
Yeah, yeah like, I was I was like, who mentions Rancho Cucamonga? I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, because I think they like film the series there. I'm like, no, you didn't. No. Like, who would film? Because like The Bachelor is filmed it's, in like Malibu, I, you know? It's like, yeah, in the hills of somewhere yeah or and then all over the world and i'm like you're filming like i don't think we've actually said where we're from out loud before but like i mean at this point we said it's on the first page and you can see it (laughs) whatever we're from rancho cucamonga come find or not there but like (laughs) find our parents it's the most suburban town it's i mean i love that they mentioned it on crazy ex-girlfriend which is like an ode to socal suburbia yeah that's a little different because west covina isn't far it's within reason but for this book to be like this is where they film it's like no no No, i mean granted they are building a lot of houses there but that's why it's boring it's a development it's a (laughs) suburb that's all that's there shout out to rancho cucamonga thank you for that curtis sittenfeld (laughs) but there's no way i buy it you know i wonder where the author's from i mean they only ever mention it once so she could have like googled something like where could they film it like isn't like workaholic set in rancho cucamonga as well oh she's from cincinnati which is so that makes sense that makes sense yeah who knows she has no ties to rancho it's fine (laughs) i'd say the overall tone of the show or the show the book is more like because liz is kind of at an age when people are like are you like gonna have kids do you want kids do you Mm. want kids and she's like no and i'm at peace with it so i guess did you just not like it because you couldn't relate to that stage of life where you were just like it's badly written and i didn't like it it's not that it was bad it's well written okay and i guess i just didn't like the characters i get it and it's not not even so much the relata- relatability again i go more into this on patreon <laughs> patreon.com so that's the pemberley well let's get away from that and talk about <laughs> what we're here for because actually we've got an exciting set of episodes here yes we do we are finally at Pemberley. Woo! And welcome to Pemberley. Digital. Starting with episode 77, Tour Leader, written by Kate Rorick. We are at Pemberley Digital. We made it. Hey, <laughs> finally. And Lizzie opens up by saying, hi, everyone. I just learned that Darcy runs this place. Thanks for telling me five seconds after I released my last video. Literally everyone was just like, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't you use Google? It's not like top secret information. Nope, nope, nope. But we learned that Pemberley Digital is apparently a luxurious place to work. Yes. They have a masseuse, a rooftop pool, laundry services. <laughs> Free laundry? I would honestly work for a drug laundering company if they had free laundry. <laughs> because That's the standard. <laughs> that's the gold standard. I've done it in two weeks. Not that anyone cares. Free laundry is... That I mean, I can't think of anything more luxurious. We know it's a media company. I don't know what exactly they do. They don't have no media company ever says what they do. They don't have to. We're at we're the cutting edge of technology and story and blah blah blah. They've got the Domino app. That's what they have. (laughs) Ah, that's true. We don't know about it yet. Not yet, but it's very hush hush. Coming up. It's in San Francisco, which is where all the tech companies are. So obviously they have like a ton of money. And we are introduced to a new character. Yes. At first, we only know her as the tour leader. The tour guide. Uh, The tour guide, which actually in the the, uh, description, just in case viewers were going to look there first to avoid any kind of spoilers, they purposely put tour guide 
as Allison Page's credit instead Ooh. of instead of Gigi. That's a fun fact. <laughs> yes, that is. I mean, people would watch it two seconds later and be like, it's Gigi. I mean, I'm yeah. sure the way this fan community operates, I'm sure they like saw her face and were like, it's Gigi. This that's, is where we're supposed to meet her. That's the thing of like when you did scroll down to, through comments, people would say, dang it, I wish I didn't look at the comments because now I know it's Gigi. Mm. And like it was a surprise for people watching. But yeah, if you know the story, you can kind of guess who who this person is. But mm-hmm. we meet Gigi. She is delightful. I mean, I, I feel like you can guess it's Gigi just because this is a very involved tour guide. Like yeah. she's not going to be talking this much because we're never going to see her again. Yeah. I just wanted to check back in with you, you know, make sure you're getting all settled. I see you're filming already. Uh, yes, I hope that's okay. These videos are a part of my thesis project. Oh, I know, the Lizzie Bennet Diaries are very popular around here. And she's the first to warn us how unforgiving the hills are in this city. Um, So she's a lovely ball of enthusiasm who, like, volunteered to be the tour guide for the day, and she's somehow supervising kids and Lizzie. (laughs) The funny thing that we learn is that she's a huge fan of the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. I really want to talk about this with you because, yeah. like, the whole episode is kind of like we, we meet a little, we see a little bit more about her. Like, oh, what a nice girl. Oh, wow, she really wants me to feel comfortable here. Oh, like, the whole office, like, Lizzie freaks out because she's like, oh, yeah, everyone here watches the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. And she's like, like, crap, <laughs> that's like their leader. But then at the end, Gigi's like, well, actually, maybe it's just me. But uh, I love it and I think they're hilarious. And she thinks they're hilarious because she's amused by Lizzie's interpretation of, like, Darcy's stoic attitude. And here's the thing. She's his sister. Like, she knows him more than anyone else in the whole world. Yeah, well, I mean, the way you portray William, sorry, Darcy, uh, that is, it's in your videos, it's it's just a completely different person than the one I, we here no so i feel like she knows he has this attitude i think she knows he rubs people the wrong way why does she like lizzie so much you know because she essentially has insulted darcy quite a lot over the especially over the first course of those episodes she's like i hate his guts he's a agoraphobic lobster and then he confesses his love to her and she shuts him down like why does Gigi like Lizzie so much I'm literally trying to right now to imagine what that would be like for me if like someone because we have brothers we, have, we can relate to this <laughs> yes story. finally this is the part where it's not the sister side it's, it's the brother side time yes <laughs> Like, literally, if you think about it, though, if someone out there was making videos about your brother just tearing him down. Yeah, I'd understand it. I think, like, <laughs> I would be... You would, <laughs> well, I guess it's different with me because, I mean, Gigi and Darcy are very, very close. Right. But I think at least to a point where you're like, imagine if they're just getting stuff so completely wrong about yeah. your sibling, you know? Yeah. And you're like, that's just completely a lie. Like, how can they get this so wrong? Or like, how is my per- how is this person's perception of my brother so off? Mm-hmm. I would think like you, I don't know if if it is anger you feel. It's just like, she's so wrong and she doesn't see it. Like, mm-hmm. and clearly my brother is so in love with her. Like, yeah. I have to make this happen. So I think- Yeah, like she's pushing them together. Yeah, so I think it's really like, Maybe she just, it's not that she's mad at Lizzie. Clearly she's not. She's a fan of Lizzie. She wants to throw them in a room together. I think that Gigi is seeing a rare thing where Darcy maybe 
hasn't been so into someone like this and yeah. she's excited for him and she's like whoa no 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 lizzie has it wrong i need to get these two together mm-hmm. because maybe they're perfect for each other or at least you know give darcy a fair shot of being seen in the right light to lizzie for her to realize what a great guy he is because right now the way that she she sees darcy at least right now it's a little better Mm -hmm. but especially at the beginning it was like you know he's the worst person ever i never want to see him Uh, i hope i never run into him again i also just realized there's probably a discrepancy because in the book pride and prejudice Gigi is really excited to meet lizzie Mm. elizabeth because she i mean elizabeth bennett has no videos so the only thing she knows about is like what darcy tells her and i'm sure darcy has just been like (laughs) elizabeth bennett this and elizabeth (laughs) bennett that i went over to her house and she's one like he's like been complimenting her and she's like oh my gosh any friend of darcy's is a friend of mine you know just like with the daisy like pulling the petals she She loves loves me me. she She loves me me now that's adorable (laughs) and she's like oh my gosh i gotta get them together but it's like different with this Gigi because she's been watching the videos yeah and so i mean i'm glad that she sees through her perceptions of darcy because and and the advantage too is as we um if you follow the characters on twitter you see that this is something that her and fitz have been talking about right fitz has met lizzie so he know he can vouch for lizzie be like no she's cool Um, and also what i liked about fitz was when he was talking to lizzie he's like listen i know darcy can be darcy but he's like a great guy he's also got these good qualities and so I'm guessing Gigi is the same way, where, like, they know he's an agoraphobic lobster yeah. and that that's what people see, but that he's got a good heart. And so, yeah. yeah, you're right. Maybe he is so into her that she's like, I've got to help my helpless brother out because he's blowing this. Yeah. And I'm going to help him because I'm not going to blow this. Yeah. But she really, like, she was. she's like, sister! Yeah. I do like that Lizzie says, like, whenever I mention his name here, like, everyone just smiles. And not in a Stepford Wives kind of way. Yeah, like, he's a really well-liked guy. (laughs) Well, and I feel like Lizzie has not been as heavy on the Darcy bashing since he declared his love. I mean, so he declared his love for her in episode 61. Yeah. So 60, we, like, see his torso. 61, he declares his love. Here we are in episode 77. And a lot's happened since then. A lot of, like, focusing on her drama with Lydia and uh, the holidays happened, so we haven't really seen much of Darcy. We haven't heard much about That's him. That's right. Time timeline wise, we are in the new year. The the confession was like right after Halloween, mm-hmm. and now we're in the new year. Some time has passed. They haven't seen each other since then. But she already likes him more because of the letter. Yeah, oh, like yeah, yeah. definitely, he sent her that letter, and she was like, "Well, maybe there's a lot more going on." And you know what? Obviously, we don't supposed to, we're not supposed to know this yet, but Lizzie now knows Gigi's story with Wickham. Yeah. So I'm sure I'm sure she looks at her with a great deal of sympathy now because mm. she's like, I mean, she they're the two of them are pretty much connected, you know? Like yeah. they both had a thing with Wickham. They both fell for the same lines and the same like dreamy eyes and <laughs> charming shoulders. Yeah. And so I'm sure she feels, I mean, but I don't think Gigi knows that Lizzie knows, does she? Because I feel like Gigi would easily feel that camaraderie if she knew that Lizzie had been through. Well, I'm no, she has to know that, Lizzie, because she saw the whole romance with Wickham. I'm sure yeah. that was hard for her to watch. Oh, yeah. Like, basically oh, watch him be exactly the same with Lizzie as she as he was with her. Yeah. Like, there's a lot that Gigi's seen. I feel like it's just 
skimming the surface when she's like, your videos are hilarious. I feel yeah. like she has to be emotionally involved because she's watched her put Darcy down for his worst qualities. And she's watched him, she's watched her bring Wickham on camera. Yeah. And she's watched all of this drama unfold in her life. And it's like sort of very service level to say, they're hilarious because you don't know my brother at all. Yeah. She has to be, like, emotionally involved on several levels. Oh, yeah. Really quickly, um, this is starting to get fun. WWDD, what would Darcy do? It's a combination of we're like, he's definitely watching all the episodes. But then why is he surprised to find Lizzie there? Yeah. Well, I guess he said he knew that she was there. But uh, how do you think he'd react to seeing, like, his favorite sister, favorite woman, sister, relative? Favorite person ever. Favorite person ever. Gigi meeting... That is like dream girl. Like, what do you? I I feel like he would be a little anxious because he's oh, like, sure. oh god, like, <laughs> what is she gonna say? What is she gonna do? Yeah. But it is sort of like meeting the family, yeah. you know. And so it's that's he... something I don't think Darcy would take lightly, you know. No, I mean he. I'm sure he greatly respects what Gigi thinks. So her opinion of Lizzie mm-hmm. would mean a lot to him. But the thing is, it's like. Gigi comes into this already with an opinion about Lizzie. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really... But she loves her. Yeah, that's why. I mean, she doesn't, like, really try to get to know her or anything. And obviously, it's a weird situation because she's pretending to be the tour guide. She's, like... Well, she's not pretending. She is the tour yeah, guide. For the day. For the day. <laughs> you know? So Darcy would be like, what scheme is my sister trying to pull right now? Yep. She's a schemer. It's what I like about Gigi. Yeah. I remember Gigi's Twitter bio said an incorrect quote from The Great Gatsby, which is, the worst thing a girl can be in this world is a beautiful little fool. Hmm. So in the mo- or the book, The Great Gatsby is like one of my faves. Daisy Buchanan, who's the sort of shallow woman that Gatsby loves, she's like, the best thing uh, a girl can be in this world is a beautiful little fool. Because she's like, that's what uh. everyone wants. It's like a beautiful little, not intelligent. But I like that Gigi's bio is... That's the worst the thing a girl can be is, like, a beautiful little fool. Because, like, she's got schemes and she's got energy and mm-hmm. she's got a lot of opinions. It's great. So, anyway, she's this gonna- is a great segue into episode 78, The Lizzie Trap, written by Bernie Sue. We get to see Darcy again. It's been a long time. It's been forever. It's been since episode 62. Six, 60, 62 is the letter. But it's literally from from Halloween to the new year. Like, That's true. It's a long time for real-time viewing that you haven't seen Darcy. For us, it's it's been a little while. I don't know when we posted episode 60, but it's been a while for us, too. Sure. So. It's great because we've just met Gigi and we love her enthusiasm. And Lizzie's just talking about, oh, hey. I don't have friends and I want friends. So I'm going to go out and make some new friends. But first I'm going to meet my professor for dinner. And then Gigi bursts in and she's like, wait, stay here with the camera on, please. Feigning like grad school application. She's the girl who cried grad school. (laughs) Huh, that simple. So simple. You should get started on them ASAP. As for me, I really have to get. Uh, Actually, I, I have another problem I think that you could help me with. Gigi tries to stall some more, and she's like, but I need help with my math. Yeah, Gigi's kind of the worst at being subtle. Yeah. Uh, But desperate times call for desperate measures. It's part of her charm. (laughs) Because she is trying to make this reunion happen. (laughs) She's a woman on the clock. She's a woman on a mission. And she's just like, wait, stay here with the camera on. And And yeah, she's, she's really planned this out of like, all right, 
Lizzie's filming. Great. Darcy's coming. Okay. And it could have easily been a, such a last minute thing, too, that she kind was. of put together of like, wait, like they're finally going to be in the same room and the camera's on. And- well, because it sounds like Darcy was supposed to be in LA for a while and yeah. came back because she's like looking at her phone and she's like, yes, stay here. I give you my consent to talk about me. And she like <laughs> runs downstairs and then comes back with none other than William Darcy. Darcy. Lizzie. I thought you were in LA. Oh, no, I'm uh, not. Clearly. Great opening line. And she just locks them in a room together. That's, I love Gigi's style. Yeah. To the point. She well, throws them in a room and well, shuts the door. First she does that. And then she comes back in and put makes them sit down in front of the camera mm-hmm. and then leaves again. Well, because she's like, I know how this is supposed to go. Yeah. This is where they fall in love. And she's like, my brother is screwing this up. He's messing it up. <laughs> So, so she's she, like, talk. Yeah, she's on the other side of the door with her ear pressed to the door, just like listening for anything that's happening. So. And she was smart. She made sure Lizzie left the camera on so that she could watch everything that happens. Yeah. Usually Lizzie's reaction, like when someone comes in, new comes in, is to like, oh, I'll just stop recording. And like, but she's so thrown off by this. She's just like, I guess I'll leave the camera on. She wasn't even thinking about the camera, you know? She was so focused in on Darcy. And they talk about Gigi. and They're clearly very cute like and awkward together. Because think about the last time Darcy entered a room. There was so much animosity. She was, the last thing she said was like, if I ever see that sociopathic robot again, it'll be too soon. Now she walks in and she's like, oh, it's Darcy. Like, oh my gosh, I was not expecting this. Yeah, like they don't really know where they stand with each other. You know, it's like Darcy doesn't know if like, are we cool now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Lizzie's like trying to make it known of like, I don't hate you, but I don't know where we stand either. So it is a very awkward point in their relationship for both sides of, of not communicating, you know, how they feel because they're both uncertain of how of their feelings that they have toward one another, one another. And that's why they really have nothing to talk about right now. <laughs> And also, Darcy's been very vulnerable with yeah. Lizzie. First of all, he was like, I love you. And then when she was like, GTFO, he wrote her a letter detailing his feelings. And he told her about what happened to Gigi. Like, I think as protective as Darcy can be about his feelings, he's even more protective of Gigi. And like yeah. the fact oh, that he yeah. was able to like share her story with Lizzie, I think, is like showing a lot of trust. And mm-hmm. she's done actually a good job of keeping that because she yeah. hasn't told anybody. Very like hasn't even told them in private because Charlotte's like, what's up? What's in the letter? And she's like, I can't talk about it. I'm sorry. So he like that was a sign of respect for her towards him. And he's yeah. like, so they're both like not at each other's throats anymore. They haven't said anything mean to each other in months. Mm-hmm. They're just figuring out how to be in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how to go from hating somebody to being in the same room with them, to having, like, playful banter. Yeah. And she touched his arm. Yeah, the final moments of them when they stand again. There's a moment where I thought, is Lizzie going to curtsy right now? (laughs) Because it seemed like she was about to do something. And and so instead, she reaches out and touches Darcy's arm. (gasps) For, like, a full one to two seconds. Yeah. Because, like, (gasps) he was polite. He was, like... If there's anything I can do to make your stay more comfortable. Thank you. Like, if you need me to disappear forever, like, I'll do it. (laughs) I know. And it's like, she's like lower than an unpaid intern. She's like, she's a shadow, you know? Watch me here. Watch me there. Watch me record. When she says, thank you, Darcy, she touches his arm. Fangirls 
died. Yeah. That was for us. Oh, that was completely for us. I'm like, would a, <laughs> would a real person do that? I don't know. No, it was for us. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so what do you think WWDD would be for this? If he's watching himself, he's probably like, Darcy, you idiot. You idiot. She was right there. I know. <laughs> she touched you. He's like... Probably like watching and rewatching that. He's like, first of all, I can't believe I didn't see what Gigi was up to. Yeah. And then I can't believe I was just silent. And then she touched your arm and you did nothing about it. And then, yeah, like he's I'm like, sure he's just kicking himself. Yeah. But he's like, but at least I looked good. Yeah. <laughs> like, he did look good. Yeah. All right. So let's go to the comments section now. Jumping to the comments section now where we read original YouTube comments from when the episodes first aired. For episode 77, 29 Ducks says... Ah, Gigi, finally a face. She's so cute. She's very cute. Rachel Pierce says, I'm freaking out. So much awesome. I can't even handle it. Katrina Badina Zero (laughs) says, Considering all the terrible things Lizzie said about Darcy in the beginning, I'm finding it hard to believe that Gigi would be so welcoming. Hmm. That's what we were saying. Yeah. Barbie still says, apparently Lizzie hasn't seen Gigi's Twitter account. Come on, Lizzie. You got to do all your stalking properly, not just some of it. I do have to side with Barbie still on this yeah. one. If you're going to cyberstalk, you need to dive in there. You can't just you can't half-ass just be- your cyberstalking. She's following Darcy. That's fine. Not she Gigi. knows that he's not he's in LA for right now. I feel like but I, she should be following everyone. I feel like I need to give her tips about how to cyberstalk people. <laughs> First the Facebook, then Twitter, then Instagram. Then when you've exhausted all the social media, you Google LinkedIn, but then you also Google their hometown, look for whatever the hometown's newsletter is and type in their name into the search bar to see if they've come up doing anything. That way you can keep tabs on their childhood. (laughs) (laughs) Keep tabs on their childhood or go to their college newspaper and Google their name. That's also an excellent resource. So Lizzie, these tips. I've heard. (laughs) You could have used these tips. Yep. Just saying. And in his case, I'm sure he's in like a lot of publications. Oh, I'm sure. Not a difficult person to Google. (laughs) Even if you just Googled Pemberley Digital, his name would come up. Anyway. Uh, Anyways, Lizzie and the internet. She doesn't know how to use it properly. It's wasted on her. (laughs) Breeze in the Oak Trees says, I like that username. Mm -hmm. I feel like I missed out on the surprise of finding out it was Gigi because I've stalked her Twitter so much, I would know those eyebrows anywhere. That's fantastic. There were quite a few comments actually about her eyebrows being like, I knew it was Gigi because of the eyebrows. She has, I mean, Allison Page. Yeah. Distinct eyebrows. Stupendous eyebrows. eyebrows. And from episode 78... Um, this <laughs> this is embarrassing. So <laughs> you and I both commented on this. So for context for your comment, I guess there was a Pepsi ad that kept running before episodes. So probably like one of those unskippable 30 second ads. And I'm sure it was about people at a wedding reception drinking Pepsi. I'm pissed off at my 19 year old self <laughs> because Jillian Davis, who the hell toasts with Pepsi at their wedding? <laughs> I cannot believe I like used up my Lizzie Bennett comment on the ad and I'm too stupid to know that of course the ad's not going to be playing forever, you know? But it's such a funny comment because it's, oh, when I first found it and I read it, I was like, wait, what did she just, oh, <laughs> I don't even remember writing this to be it's, honest. It's such a great comment. I love it. Stupid. But then you commented. What do you say it in your voice? I said, so good. Ah <laughs> We're both very prolific. Yes. <laughs> Kit Tennant said, They touched. Does that mean she's pregnant? 
It does. It definitely (laughs) does. That's how I learned about it in school. Just kidding, I didn't. This reminds me of a really funny Natalie Tran episode of Love Conundrums. Yes. And she did an example where, like, she's on a date and, like, she she used her real-life boyfriend, but she's like, you touched my hand. What? Sex. (laughs) (laughs) I'll post that on the WordPress page. Damagadi says, I literally screamed when Gigi pushed Darcy in the room. She's the best. And did you see Lizzie grabbing his arm? OMFG, kill a lot of letters. Oh boy. I shipped those so hard, it's not even funny. Did Love you it. did you see? We all saw. We all saw. That touch was for the fangirls. Yeah. I'm loving this next comment, which is in all caps T V I A for Life. My mother just ran in my room because I was screaming. And then when she came in, I was flailing. And she was like, what's going on? And I was like, she touched his arm. And she called Gigi crazy. The feels. I wonder how many parents like frantically were running into their kids' bedrooms like, what's going on? What happened? What's wrong? They touched. (laughs) They touched. Not even like she touched him. That made like yeah. all the difference. Dun dun dun. A lot of drama ahead. Oh, I like yeah. enjoyed doing this. There's like a lot to talk about here because we yeah. met two well, we met Gigi and then we were sort of reintroduced to Darcy, but we like him this time. Yeah. So it felt like a new character. We're we're gonna still be at Pemberley Digital for a little while. Yes, drop in. As more things happen. That wraps it up for this episode. Check out our social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Pemberley. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash thepemberley. And if you'd like to talk to us directly or have any questions, email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. And to support the podcast, donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thepemberley. Or leave us a review on iTunes. That helps other people to find this podcast. You can find links to all of these pages on our WordPress page, thepemberleypodcast.wordpress.com, where we also include links to anything we mentioned on the show. Thanks again for listening. Bye! Bye.